to East Tennessee's premier sports radio call-in show. This is The Drive. I do, and I look up, like, why do my hands get cold with, like I did the other day? <laughs> this is going to sound weird. Can I Can I feel your hand? Yeah, sure. Am I cold? It is cold. I'm, cold. I'm freezing, Is mine dude. warm? Yes. Mine are always warm. Can we just hold hands for the whole show? <laughs> it's a little weird. <laughs> Whatever keeps you uh, happy and healthy, Russ. Uh, I feel like uh, you've got, you've probably got. Oh, God, here we go. This is what I need to start my week. Dr. Bear, a vi- a the doctor is in. <laughs> the thing's not playing, is it? Just give it a second. It's not Anyhow, anyway, that's a sign of poor circulation. Yes, it's on. Damn it. Pots up, pots on. Hey, wiggle, wiggle it. There, there you go. It's a sign of uh, poor circulation, it's, Russ. Hey, the iPad's cold, too. You might want to get a cardiology workup now that you're entering your really entering middle age. Well, yeah, I mean, when I look up, why are my hands so cold? Like, during voluntary reaction the other night, or it's in the day, I've got my space heater on, I'm inside, and I'm wearing, like, gloves and my toboggan, and my wife's like, what is wrong with you? I'm like, I'm cold! <laughs> and so I, I look up, like, why are my hands always cold? Of course, this is the worst thing to do for non-doctors, is, like, to look it up on WebMD. Yeah, <laughs> It's like, you have the diabetes... It's cancer and AIDS all rolled into one. You're going to die. I actually did that. I Googled. You have the diabetes, cancer, and AIDS? No, but oh. I, I, that was one of the, cancer was one of the things when I looked up one of the symptom that I had. And mm. lo and behold, the Google machine was right. Well, thanks for well, your bl- bedside manner, Doc. Blind squirrel, broken clock, that sort of thing. Not you, the Google. Now you need a... You need Houston's back, everyone. Hello. Hey. all Rumor Mill. It's a little different here. Something's, something's different. Oh, this is nothing compared to how different it was. Uh, yeah, we, we could actually drive to work today. What's <laughs> <laughs> that start? Yeah. Without wondering, if we do slide off the road, can we make it somewhere safe before dying of frostbite? Hate that I missed it. I love a big snow. It's one of my favorite things in the world. And uh, I don't get me wrong, I was in a great place. Weather Bear says we're getting another one. Yeah. Yeah. When is it supposed to hit? I don't know. Next 35 days. Let's go check this out. Not Farmers really looking forward to that after this whole thing. Monthly. Hello, good afternoon, and welcome. Another stellar edition of The Drive underway. I'm Russell Smith. Vol Rumor Mill is back. Bear and Tucker are here live from your White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios of Fan Run Radio. How was the trip? It was great. HK. It was awesome. You tanned, rested, and relaxed? Uh, a little tanned. Took it easy. Didn't want to come back, you know, peeling, burnt shell of myself. But yeah, it was uh, it was a lot of fun. It was it was weird. Never in my life did I think we would time our honeymoon with the snow apocalypse of the last. 20 years maybe 30 yeah it's pretty wild man they said it was the worst one since 93 i feel like it was dang it the difference was even back in 93 like right now there's some like my neighborhood and you're rolling the dice driving Mm -hmm. on it because i mean it's 
It's no different than what's on the you know the ice chalet. Yeah. Mine's per, mine's finally thawing out. Yeah, enough where I can get out and not worry about it too much. Do you have a couple of ruts? Final, yeah, we we got ruts, and my driveway is finally for the, today's the first day that I've been able to see any of my driveway. Really? Yeah. How's the back? Much better, but I've been on prescription strength pain meds for the past five days. Yeah, yeah. Today's my first day off it, so mm. we'll see here in about three or four hours where we're at. I got you. I got you. Testing it. Feel good, though, man. Feels good. Uh, Feels good to feel good. And I don't know if you're aware of this, Houston, but things are going well here in Big Orange Country. Quite well. We're on a bit of a roll here. Multiple sports. A little bit of a heater going on. We're feeling it. You don't walk away nope. from a heater. Started Saturday with Tennessee just rolling right over Alabama, just t- taking them apart, dismantling Bamas. I got to watch 27 minutes of that game in the airport in Orlando. Chef's kiss. It was great. It was the game that I wanted that Georgia game to be, just just a thorough mm. just ass-whipping where you can kind of relax. You've got the game on. You're enjoying your Saturday afternoon. But your, your anxiety and blood pressure don't go up. And that's what we got Saturday. Battered Vol fan in me is wondering if we're peaking too soon. That was the first thing Russ said when he came in today. What was it you <laughs> – how did you get him – Tucker immediately ledge. talked me off the ledge. Yes, because Tennessee lost to Mississippi State on the road, and it's not oh, really there you go. close to. We're not so. even close to the peak. We got another level to get to. Dalton Connect, SEC Player of the Week again this week. I'm not bad luck. Tucker could keep going to the games. That's good. That's good. It's very good. Got Zaylance Hurd in the boat. Got Jackson Moy in the boat. More Samoans. Opening up the Polynesian pipeline, and should we do a should we do a uh, Polynesian uh, alternate? Ooh, alternate like uniforms, yeah, helmet. That would be kind of cool, like kind of what Hawaii yeah. wears. Huh? I saw I like saw their, a picture their tattoo of one. pattern. It'd be a good recruiting yeah. gimmick too. That or what you could do is. Do like what Wisconsin did in the Rose Bowl that one time. You have like the tea, but you have like flowers in the tea on the helmet. Well, see what they had was they somebody posted a picture of the helmets in the Polynesian Bowl, and you could immediately look at it and be like, look really good in orange and white. I could see that. That that is not a terrible idea. I don't hate it. I don't hate it. I've heard the smoky gray uniform that they're going to unveil for next year is hideous. Great. No, that's It was just... already hideous this year. It was hideous this year. Yeah, I've heard it's worse. Oh, dear. Like, they didn't wear it, did they? Or did we? <sighs> yes, remember the orange yoke, the shoulders? The Austin P game. God. It's worse than Austin that? Game. That's what the people who have seen it have said. I, I haven't seen it. Are don't we even busting know. out the shoulder checkerboards again? <laughs> I don't know, man. You remember that year that Georgia uh, – did Georgia play Maryland – in the Power Rangers uniforms? <clears throat> yeah. They played like Boise. Boise, yeah. And they never wore them ever again. Oh, yeah, those things were nasty. Boise's uniforms in that game were actually kind of awesome. Mm-hmm. Georgia's, terrible. It was bizarre. Yeah, the, that, like, silver yeah. stuff. Yeah, yeah that was that awful. That silver helmet with a red and black stripe and the <sighs> red G. Terrible. And the good mojo rounded out today. I, I, I think this is the end of our good run because there's no basketball this week and football. Is, it feels like we've kind of got all our – How did that happen, by the way? I saw that today, that there's no midweek game this week. I was I was uh, talking about that with um, Ork, Brandon. 
and I don't know if you looked it up or what, it has to do with us not doing the the Big Twelve challenge. Yeah. Okay, but left. I think every school has one. I think every school has an off week. I feel like we just came off of one during the holidays. Yeah, but uh, that makes sense. No, like I think everybody's got one within conference. I'll tell right. you what's bizarre is it's Kentucky's cool. randomly got a game scheduled against Gonzaga in February. We've done that before. I mean, we had Texas, but that was part of the Big Twelve challenge. Have we? played anybody in conference season i think was... we played memphis in in february well we played memphis in february the year yeah. we went to yeah. number one we had pro- that weird yukon game that one year i remember that because that was the year after yukon had won the title right because jeremy lamb was still on that team call me crazy i kind of like that yeah just throwing just an absolute yeah, like just blockbuster wild card game. heavyweight basketball game right smack dab in the middle of sec play well, the, the coup de grace today for Heupel was George McIntyre, one of the highest-ranked quarterbacks in the class of 2025, committing to Tennessee uh, very early in the process. He seems rock-solid. Heupel has built this relationship going on for years now. He is the grandson of uh, George McIntyre, who coached at uh, Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Uh, his uh, his uncle is the coach. Mm-hmm. Was the was coach at Colorado, Colorado. Colorado. Yeah. International yep. now? Okay. Mike McIntyre. Yeah. Oh, so Mike is his uncle. Yes. I thought that was his dad. So they've. Uh, this seems like a, a rock solid commitment. He seems like a guy that's going to be gung ho. All right. Did you guys watch the minute long commitment video he so posted? So good. Today? Yeah. Very Henceforth, good. Henceforth, he's King George. Yeah. It, it'll hit you in the feels. It really, really? will, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. You got to watch Even it. me. Yeah. 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 It's a great video. I'm usually pretty jaded and highly skeptical oh, of these no, performances. No, you, well, but you're also you're you're skeptical and jaded, but you're also unusually susceptible to the uh, whatever the word I'm looking for is here. You're you trying to call me naive? No, no, no. no you're not naive. No, no. no. You naive? No. Okay. I mean, you pick up on things right away. All the time. Go to hell. Nothing gets by. George McIntyre, huge pickup for the volunteers. And hopefully, hopefully he helps us put together the recruiting class that we thought we should have had this past season. And he's already started. He's tagging guys left and right as far as, you know, I'm going to Tennessee. Maybe you should too. Well, there's... The five-star offensive lineman, number one tackle in the country, mm-hmm. David Sanders out of Charlotte, mm-hmm. that we're in a good spot with, and he's he's helping there. And then North there, Carolina Vol would be one. To- yeah, and then there's the receiver out of the five-star receiver out of Mississippi, Cunningham. Yeah, I saw that one. Like so. he's supposed to be coming in. We were supposed to have a bunch of juniors in over the weekend, but you know, <laughs> snow. We really need to put up uh, put up some 22 type numbers this season i feel like they i know mcintyre and a couple of others came in anyway i feel like they should have moved heaven and earth just to get as many people in as they could but it was tough the basketball game mcintyre um her just all the good mojo around tennessee athletics right now i wonder if we would have had more had the weather not just cratered the weekend oh sure yeah well they canceled the the junior day I mean, they were supposed to have like fifty guys in. Hopefully, there will be a you know beautiful showcase type weekend mm-hmm. present itself later on in in the year. Well, and since they're unofficials, you got a chance to get some of these guys back again if you do a true junior day, and you know you don't have to cancel it. 
Because hmm. I think you can take up to, is it three unofficials to a school? Might be more than that. Obviously, one. You can take as many unofficials as you want, right? Right. Well, they just can't pay for it. There's visits that are unofficial that don't count as an unofficial visit, where you still get some perks. I think. I I know. Okay. I know. (laughs) What the hell? It's all very confusing. Like you can just show up and walk around anytime you want. There are unofficial visits that don't count as unofficial visits as long as you're wearing the right colored hat on the right day at the specific hour. But, like, unofficially, Houston, what you're saying is Hypo could look out his window and just see some some recruit, even if he's some highly touted recruit, could make come to campus and just walk around. Anytime they want. Sure. It's like, it, it's just like you're a normal student at that point. You can go for a, a visit with the university. I think when you loop in, you know, the football tours and that type of thing, like football, uh, you know, like if you go to the Thornton Center and if you go through the football facility, things get a little bit different as far as – how that's graded on the mm, visit mm, scale. Okay. It's all really weird. Open up the phone lines here. 865-546-8200. How you feeling on this Monday afternoon in the year of our Lord 2024 when everything's going well, maybe a little too well. No. They're not that part of you that's like looking no, over your shoulder I, like I, I mean I absolutely have my cup firmly in place. Okay, well Never that's what that's what I'm talking it. about. That's what I'm talking but, about. Damn it, I'm standing on out in front of my house with my chest stuck out right now. I'm feeling good. Like a million bucks. We had some Alabama fans on our cruise. Oh, you've never seen people so sad on a cruise in your life. Really? Just roll down tide. They just become you know, everyone's happy. It's it's eighty five degrees, the wind's blowing, the drinks are flowing and, oh, Nick. and he, Watch here's this. Leave. Here's this old man. He's got his championship Alabama shirt. He's just sitting Come in the beach back, chair, Nick. just. <sighs> Come back, Nick. I miss you. He's the best I ever was. I miss you so much. Ain't nobody beat him. Roll down tide. Eight six five five four six eight two zero zero five four six eighty two hundred. Of course, I had to go up to him and say, "Like, hey, DeBoer, huh?" And they're like, like, whoa, whoa. And keep in mind, I, I'd kind of been keeping up with it, so I knew. I was like, wait, what? what's wrong? Our whole team's in the portal. Now, oh. hold on. Was he aware that you were a UT fan at this point? Well, I always had a UT hat on, but I'd turn it backwards when I walked up to talk to these bozos. Roll down tide. Is that the only reason you turned it backwards? Yeah. Okay. So they'd give me, like, their real emotions. <laughs> I feel like there's a certain age where you should stop wearing your hat backwards. I'd only do it, like, literally so not, they wouldn't know I, I was no, a Tennessee I, I'm fan. No, I'm not coming after you. I'm just – wouldn't you agree? That's how I feel. What is the age? I don't know. Probably Eight. 21, 22. I mean, what the picture of Heupel eating at Gus's with Austin Price that was <laughs> he's, got, he's got his hat turned around backwards. Well, you don't want to smash your sandwich like, into the bill of your hat. He did. Hype did have the look of a like fourteen year old, like the uh, Steve Buscemi "Hello, fellow kids" look kind of thing going on. <laughs> a, a little bit, but I feel like Hype's one of the few people kind of get away with it because he was like really, really good at, at football. But I, it wasn't a good look. I, mean, I, I don't. I don't think he would have had it backwards if he was in public. Now remember Dan Brooks, 
Oh, he oh up, yeah. He, like he he looked good. I mean, yeah, there was he something, could pull there, it off. Trooper Taylor, like yeah. uh, something about an old D line coach. Yeah, salty looking white guy with a mustache. He looked like he just climbed out of a deer blind. Esque, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> There's an exception to almost every rule, but but he always had those like big wristbands on too. The play sheet. He was so cool. About half crazy. A coaching machine, wasn't he? Stay with us. The drive continues. It's Fan Run Radio. Take a quick time out, and we continue. We'll get your phone calls rolling here. Plus, the NFL playoffs continue. Some thoughts on the playoff games we witnessed over the week. And, of course, the uh, championship game set and Super Bowl just around the corner. We will break it all down to levels that can only be described as beyond scientific. When we continue, it is The Drive on Fan Run Radio. Back with more right after this. The Drive. Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Beautiful Monday as we start to thaw out here in East Tennessee. The great thawification. Water's dripping everywhere. It's running. It's clean. It's probably going to be a little like I don't. There's no way they go to school tomorrow, dude. Yeah, I'm kind of surprised they haven't called it off already. I yeah, mean, I'd be surprised if they go Wednesday. Like until until that rain hits and it gets up to 50. Well, you know where uh, my folks live back in the sticks. Like they haven't been out yet. Oh, I yeah, I don't doubt it. Like, they can't I've get got out. a bunch of friends uh, that. I haven't been able to get out yet. It actually, I think it got, we were talking before the show, me and John and um, Houston, and um, I think it is the week wore on Houston, the roads, like in the neighborhoods. Got worse. Got, not just worse, they got damn border, and it wasn't borderline, they're just dangerous. When all the powder and mm-hmm. crunchy stuff like got compacted into the ice, and it, and it just became a sheet of ice. And yeah. there's still those big ice sheets everywhere. Man. Everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, I saw a video on Twitter. Somebody had a set of hockey skates on, just skating down a road. <laughs> nice. 49ers are up to seven. Now, it was uh, six points when I tricked it right before we came on on the air. 49ers, seven-point favorites at home against the Lions in your NFC championship game. I could see the 49ers as being the kind of game where they could – uh, win the battle but lose the war. I, I mean, Detroit's salty, man. And they're going to bring it. Debo Samuel, I mean, is he even going to play? What they say today, 50-50? Yep. Yeah, he makes that offense go. Did he hurt Did he hurt the same, same shoulder? Same shoulder. They said he avoided significant injury, but they're still not sure if he's going to play. Well, shoot him up full of something. He'll be oh, up yeah. there. I don't know if it's that same – because they were talking on the broadcast that they're wondering if it was the same shoulder, and it was kind of a – a fracture kind of a deal. <laughs> something's broken. Something's broken. Ravens are three and a half point favorites at home against the Chiefs. I raised my hand, and it's not just because I had the Bills money line last night, and I'm kind of salty about it, but uh, kind of tired of the Chiefs. Yeah. I'm tired of them. It's time for some fresh blood. Uh, I, I'm tired of Mahomes and his goofy girlfriend. His I'm tired brother. of uh, – It's his wife. Ch- I, whatever. I'm tired of Kelsey and his his uh, goofy girlfriend, his goofy his girlfriend, goofy girlfriend. <laughs> and his brother and the shots and the I'm going to retire and do a podcast and just like I'm tired of all of it. I'm tired of Andy Reid and his frozen mustache. 
That's snot in it. It's frozen snot. It's disgusting. Tired of it all. Come on, Ravens. Do really, the world a favor. Really wanted the Bills to win last night. I, I'd really like to see Ravens, Lions, but I think it's going to end up being Ravens 49ers. Would be a matchup of the Lights Out Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Very good point. The Harbaugh. Yep. The Harbaugh. Would you say that the Niners are getting seven now? Yep. I'm Fandle. Feels a little high. Lions can score, man. They got weapons all over the field. And especially if Debo's out. And what a fun story they are. And if the refs hadn't botched the reporting as a tight end call in Dallas a couple of weeks ago, they would be hosting this game in front of the – that yeah, crazy they, fan base. What do you think the line would be at Ford Field? I say it's three points, three and a half points, so I'd be three or four points. God, they'd be almost unbeatable up there right now. I'd like their can't. chances a lot more. And plus, like we've been getting used to some of this football weather. Like it's it's fun to watch these guys outside and in the elements. Even San Francisco playing in the rain. The other, the other night, and we'll get to see that in Baltimore, and then you'll go over to the 49ers. We're assuming it's dry. It, it, it won't quite be those that football weather we've become accustomed to. Over there in Santa Clara, I don't know. Hell, it'll probably it always rains there. Yeah, I think um, it, we we came close to a perfect weekend of football. It started off the. You know, the Ravens obviously ran the Texans off the field. The Texans were just overmatched. No harm in that. But then you get the uh, the, the 49ers game where uh, Green Bay, you know, set up to have the, the great comeback and Jordan Love mm. throws just one of the most boneheaded interceptions you'll ever see. Shades of Brett Favre in the NFC Championship. Felt a little anticlimactic yeah. to me. It, it felt like, ugh. Like, I, I thought we were gearing up for a great moment. I, I really, oh. I really thought they were going to win that game. Yeah, so, so did I. Oh, oh well, I, you know, you move, you move on. It, they go to uh, the Lions and the Bucks yesterday. It's a terrific game, back and forth, and it looks like, you know, Mayfield is going to have a chance to work a little magic, and he throws crap his pants. One of the most boneheaded picks you'll ever see in a game. You can't throw a pick to a, to a middle linebacker. It looked boneheaded, but did you hear the linebacker in the interview after the game? Mm-mm. He said they picked that up on film. Like he, that's exactly what they thought they did. Him yep, a little. yep. He's like, I'm not going to turn my head until late. And as soon as he did, there's the ball. It it, it was like they read him. Yeah, I, I I get it, but man, there's just something about. I still I I still want to see a game end on a great play as opposed to a mistake. And yes, I, I looked yes. at that as a mistake. I looked at Jordan Love as a mistake, and then last night. You know, I mean, we've got the the Chiefs and Bills are giving us the game of the year. I mean, it, yep, it is yep. back and forth. It is spectacular. I'm on the edge of my seat. I'm nervous. Um, really? Oh yeah. And I didn't think I didn't have as much fun, nearly as much fun as that Bucks Lions game. I, I thought this one was terrific. It did kind of buckle down into a bit more of a defensive struggle than it looked like it was going to be at the end. And Josh Allen, man, it's just like. Missed a couple of guys. Just throws he normally makes. I felt like he came up small. God, he did. He, he moonshot. He did have that one by a guy should have caught. That was a yeah, that was a great throw. <laughs> An incredible throw. That's what you call. Uh, that's what I mean when I say arm talent. Like your arm's strong enough to throw something like that. That almost looked like that old Michael Vick commercial where he threw the ball out of the stadium. Yeah. And you're like, is that CGI? It was. 
But at but the time, Vic could also, you wondered. It, yeah. It's been a long time. Vic was one of those guys who could be, you know, you'd watch a real pass on in a game. You're like, what? What was that? Right. It al- it almost didn't look real. So I was that was my only complaint is I watched all four of those games basically start to finish. Loved the NFL action and I, I uh, the the final three games after the. Ravens blow out over the Texans. It just felt anticlimactic at the end. We didn't have that special moment. I don't. I don't think people outside of those fan bases will remember those games years from now the way we remember, say, the Bills Chiefs game at Arrowhead yeah, a couple of years yeah, ago. Yeah, that was. Now I will tell you this: Had the Bills gone on to win that game last night, uh, Miko Hardman would have been the goat of all goats. Ooh, oh forever. boy, what a stat line! Two carries, one yard, and what? He had a fumble. Fumble. For the end zone. It's like one catch, one Dude, fumble, I, two drops. Hey, I love that rule. I If they get rid of that rule, yeah, I I'll like be pissed. Too. And I, I know a guy, uh, kind of acquaintance, this guy Bill, anytime that play happens, this guy has a thermonuclear meltdown on Facebook. About oh, everybody, yeah. Rule. I mean, that's everyone. Worst rule in sports, worst rule in sports. It's the most lopsided rule in sports. But, but it's, it's a pretty the NFL. egregious there's no dumber thing to do than to fumble the ball as you're going into there, the end zone. There is part of me that would like to have the the fumbling team gets the ball back, but you got to go back to the twenty. Yeah, I thought about that, but what if you're in a situation where uh, you're trying to run out the clock, or you just and you do it intentionally to get the ball back? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Waste more time. Yeah. Speaking of. Uh, running out the clock. I did not catch this in real time, but there was a glitch at the end of that Lions Bucks game. In the matrix. Yeah, where you know, you're supposed to you run the play clock down and you take the knee. They they were out of time, but the Lions snapped that last ball. They they ran their third down kneel out play with about 38 seconds to go and the Bucks had a timeout. Yeah. And they kneel, knelt the ball down, and then the teams just I, – I didn't even pick up on it. They started shaking I, hands. Watch it, yeah, the teams come out on the field, they shake hands and, and walk out. I didn't realize this until I saw it on Barstool earlier today, but Todd Bowles could have called a timeout there. And it would which, have forced – A long field goal. It would have forced a, a long field goal. About a, or, about or, a 50, I think. Yeah. Down about the 33. Yeah, but e- either way, you're getting the ball back with – uh, 30 seconds yep. in, in a three- or six-point game and a chance to win. Yeah. And they they just – you know, when they asked Bowles about it in the post game, and the answer he gave made absolutely no sense. He said we would have had 12 seconds or so left. And it's like, first of all, where are you getting that number? <laughs> like, no, you would have had over 30 seconds. Second of all, even if, for argument's sake, you're right, you got 12 seconds – it's the NFL, man. <laughs> like, the, run your razzle dazzle, run your, yeah, your yeah, lateral yeah. play. Like Baker, Baker Mayfield is your quarterback. I don't. And you have Mike Evans. Something he, yeah, you got Mike Evans, and you've got a quarterback who's known going all the way back to college, pulling out miracle yep, yep. wins out of his rear end. He'll make. I mean, he's dude will make plays. I hate him, but I mean, it, they they shouldn't have had the opportunity if Detroit milked the play clock down. It's hard for me to feel too sorry for them, but if I'm a Bucks fan watching that, I mean, imagine that happened to the Vols. It's like, oh my god, call the timeout, like make them play it out. It's like people gave Hypel a hard time for using that last timeout at Florida, and there's a fight and all that stuff. And I don't know, man. I kind of, 
I, I kind of like fighting to the end. I, I'll, I'll take it a step further. I kind of liked it when Shiano had his guys diving at knees there at the, the end of the game. That's Bush League. Fight till the end of the game. You got a chance to win, that's, win it. That's that's an unwritten rule and a gentleman's agreement. An unwritten among, rule. Amongst guys that, you know. I didn't agree to it. I want to win. <laughs> but anyway, that's that's my thought. Mike says, hmm, add the rule, add that rule to the list of things Bear loves that everyone hates. I don't think everyone hates it. The people that don't like it. Are very are vers- vocal about are it. vociferous about it. And I kind of get it, but then another part of me is like, it's been a rule for since the beginning of the game, I believe. Has it ever it, it helped us against AM? It feels like it's happened in a lot of Vols games. Mm-hmm. The I mean, it hurt it like hurt us the worst more than uh, you know, in the in the well, Georgia that, Pig oh, Howard. Well that in oh that wasn't a fun five at Alabama when Corey oh. Oh, I felt like you just punched me in the stomach. <laughs> the 6-3 I game? felt like you just punched me in the stomach, dude. <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, we, we could, we could talk about times, uh, you know, what's next? Crash, oh. you want to hear about when my dog died? or Austin East's own Corey Anderson. For the game Rumbling, winner. bumbling, stumbling. And a Roman Harper. Perfect. Dude. Million to one shot, and who was the guy? It was uh, Malik Foreman from Dobbins Bennett. Yep, who who ran down the guy at A and M. Did we not do that against Florida yes. in 07 Also, it was Foreman. It was Foreman, it was did Foreman it twice. again. Yeah, to get us back in the game in 07. and then of course Malik. Hail Mary. Hail Mary. No, it couldn't have been because that was that wasn't, that wasn't 07 dude. That was seventeen. That was seventeen. That's what I meant. I'm sorry. I'm yeah. Yeah, it was 05 yes, yes, for yeah, Corey right, Anderson. Yeah. It was 17 and 16 for yeah, yeah. AM in Florida. I I I kind of like the rule too, even though it's hurt I, us more than it's helped I, us. I, I just don't know what else you do. Because to Bear's point, like if it's clock wasting, someone goes and they got a wide open touchdown at the one and they just roll it through. That doesn't seem right. I do admire I mean, if we were trying to kill the clock and Hypel's just got it, got it up and frothing. I mean, could you not see him? Uh, yeah, I'll take the ball at the twenty again. I do admire the the level of petty coming out of Buffalo, where they turned off the hot water in the showers for the Chiefs' locker room after the game. Did they really? Yeah, there was an offensive lineman that tweeted something about that. Okay. At that mm-hmm. point, dude, you've lost. Like, just yeah, just disappear be a stinky plane ride home for the Chiefs. I was listening to, uh, I guess it was LeVar Arrington this morning when I was on my way out running around, and he talked about it. He's like, yeah, I've been in that situation. And they asked him, he was like, nah. He's, you just dab at, at, at your pits and key areas, and then you put on some sweats and get on the plane. I, I think in that – now, unless you're, like, hot and sweaty, you just played – like, I, I don't know what that feels like, but – if if it if I'm freezing cold, like if I'm a player that didn't play much and I'm froze to the bone, and that's my only option, I just get changed, get on the yep. plane, shower when I'm I just get good. home. I'm just good at that. Oh point. hell, if I've played every down, and uh, you, you imagine how cold the water is up there in Woo! Buffalo right now. Turn turned damn blue in there. That's 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 pretty low class. I kind of respect it because I'm that level of petty. But the NFL should not let that go on. That's low class. 
kind of respect. Kind of respect. <laughs> Say less. I mean, that's that's <laughs> the pettiest thing ever, isn't it? 865-546-8200, your number to get on the show this afternoon. 546-8200, if you want to chime in on the festivities as we throw roll through a Monday, Monday, Monday afternoon edition of the program. Phil leads us off today. What's up, Phil? How are you doing, David? Hey, Philly. Uh, you and uh, Byron, uh, I'm glad to see Houston back. Thanks, Philly. Is it tucking there, too? I'm here. Gang's all here. Yeah, got the four people in there. The four there. horsemen of the snowpocalypse. There you go. Yeah. It's all fly down the hill. The city finally get to do something about it. There are a couple of ruts where it, it hits blacktop fill that you can kind of straddle now the problem is going to be is if if you are driving driving either way and somebody else is coming down the other way yeah i saw an old lady just think about that booking it up the hill as i was coming down here hmm. i had to pull off on the side of the road oh well my my yard my my uh road in front of my house is, is now finally following but it's been soggy last since uh monday have they got the bike pass in shape over there in South Knoxville? I don't know, but the, they're still asking down the drunk tank's house. It's kind of hard to get in and out of there. Mm. Especially when you're but, smashed. Uh, smashed! Y'all talking about uh, the SEC and basketball. You to say it's the best league in America right now. you got three teams in the top ten. Wow. How many How many bids do you get? Does everybody, let's go around here. How many bids do you think we get right now? There's several teams out there that I think are solid, but have you know yet to take a next step, like say Georgia or Mississippi State. Give me a number. What was it? Was it eight last year? Yeah, I, mean, I think eight's the record, isn't it? I think yeah. we go nine. What about you, Phil? I think it'd be eight. I just haven't seen enough of. I haven't seen everyone play yet. Like I've just I've heard rumors <laughs> that Vanderbilt is is borderline unwatchable. Um, I guess we'll, yeah, we'll get terrible. to see that one. I haven't seen. I tell you, um, had a really bad start to conference plays. Missouri, Missouri, yeah, both those teams are zero and five in conference. Ooh. Arkansas, just like Ugh. what happened there? I don't know. Yeah, they hit their game winner against Texas A and M, and then just get controlled at home by South Carolina. That was at Weird. home. Yeah, yeah. Well, they beat Duke at home. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I can't explain Arkansas. It's South Carolina sneaky. Are they ranked? They're what fifteen and three. three. Yeah, they're three and two in the league. Yeah, I mean they. They're playing all right. They had that bad loss at Alabama. Oh, Lamont Paris. So. Well, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, hopefully, the, we're headed going into Kentucky with, uh, what, a 6-1 conference uh, record? Yeah, because it's just Vandy and South Carolina between now yeah, and then. Yeah, you've got to win those two. That's the plan. And Kentucky unveiled that uh, – I was watching that game and that guy's as good as advertised, let me tell you. He looked good. He was doing the Jordan thing. He's full of himself. Let's say he likes taking a blade of an elbow from Jonas Adu. Oh! Yeah, I said it. Imagine if you had him and Euros on the court at the same time. <laughs> Better have a body. He's got bag. more skills than Euros. <laughs> I did go I on whoop his ass. Like a lot of people, I have been frequenting the Alabama message boards for the past week and a half or so, and I went on there before the game Saturday just to see what their expectations were. And 
they were all talking about Urosh and uh, you know how physical we play and uh, oh at least Urosh is gone. Oh, I hate that guy. <laughs> they were oh yeah, Urosh was in their heads. They'd forgotten about Jemai Meshack. Yeah, he's who they you know, need to be worried about. It's funny that uh Tennessee's mauled them the last two times we played them. Yep. You know what I was thinking about the other night, Phil? What year was it? Do you, does anybody remember the year where we were coming out pregame for warm-ups and they kind of uh, they kind of bogarted us? You remember that? The yeah, story was they came out. Tennessee and Knoxville. They came out and they were trash-talking folky mm. before the game, like during the little – Whatever the practice is, they right. let the team come in six hours or so before the game in the empty arena and do a little walkthrough. And they apparently crossed paths, and the Bama fan, the Bama players were kind of got on giving him. us the business. Because then they gave us the business in the game. They about yeah. ran us out of our own gym. But since then, it we like flipped it. Oh, we've won two in a row against them. Been bullying them. Yeah, and then the other game we played, uh, Ken Chandler didn't play, and, and we, it was a two- or three-point game down mm, there in Tuscaloosa. that one, yeah. yeah. Ziegler played out of his mind that night, didn't he? Well, I think, you know, he came I in playing. I can't remember. I think Fulkerson had a great game that night. No, he was out with COVID, too, That's if right. I'm not mistaken. Yeah, we were down Fulkerson and Kennedy. Yeah. No, it was Vescovy and I think Camwa had a big game, maybe. Yeah, he did. Tennessee yeah, was Kamwa leading that entire game. game, I think, and then Quinterly or somebody just got loose at the end. Well, guys, that commitment from uh, George McIntyre Jr., it's huge. Well, yeah, we've got our quarterback. Quarterback positions taken care of for what? Six years? Five, six years? Yeah, and then uh, he might have the same impact Peyton Manning had when he came here. He's already hard at work, Phil. He's recruiting, and he's got some five-star linemen already uh, chirping at him about, you know, does he need yeah. help? There's one out of New Jersey Let's that I go. saw. Be cool to get on a, on a run of quarterbacks like we did from, like, what? 90 to 89, 90 to 2000. And yeah, and there's a, the 25 classes. There's a lot of good players in the state of Tennessee. Uh, I'd say he's probably got relationships with a lot of them. Oh, I would think so for sure. He seems to be, I, I don't know, I haven't followed him as much, but just in watching his video today and the way he handled his, uh, his announcement, it seems like a – uh, a kid with a good head on his shoulders. Seems like uh, somebody who's mature and well. He's got the Manning factor of having family members that have been involved sure, in big time sure. college football to kind of. He's been prepped for this moment yeah, from a young yeah. age, so I, I think he's well, going to be abnormally mature. I guess uh, y'all just going to be like Marcus Young. I have to eat it and love it. Patrick Mahomes is the best in pro football. See. You. I mean, nobody said he wasn't. Like it's pretty obvious. The guy's been a starter for six full seasons now, and he's been to six AFC championship yeah, games. Yeah, that's just wild. Yeah, he's good. It's a perfect match of talented QB and coach. We aren't denying that he's good. And he and Kelsey broke the record last night for quarterback. Yep. Touchdown passes to the same receiver and or tight end, and they've been together for six years. Jeez. Much like. Joshua Heupel and Nico Iamaleava are the perfect match uh, of quarterback and coach. Yes, yes. I'll tell you something I noticed uh, when 
you know how they've been interviewing the athletics done some articles on it, but they're interviewing these kids during and after their recruitments. The one comment that I keep seeing, even with some guys that ended up not committing to Tennessee, was uh, the word genuine keeps coming up. Like they all say that, like they genuine, like Hypel's a real genuine guy, real likable. As opposed to those phonies down in Oxford. Not that I'm still salty. Those bums. Stay with us. The drive continues. It's Fan Run Radio, 865-546-8200. Your number to get on board. Back to wrap up our number one of the program right after this. The, the drive. drive. Are you ready to elevate? Fan Run Radio. The Drive. Wrapping up our first hour, our first show of the week here. Houston Crest back with us in your White Claw Hard Seltzer Studios. There are eight SEC teams in Joe Lunardi's latest bracketology. He's got Tennessee as the fifth overall seed in the tournament. So we are flirting with a possible one seed, which would be a first in school history. Checks out. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, if we do that, that means we more than likely we probably have beaten Kentucky at Rupp. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to sweep Kentucky, beat Auburn. Yeah, it seems like one seeds generally don't have more than two, maybe three losses if in conference got, play. If they got three, they usually run through their conference tournaments. Yeah. That's another – Another thing. I don't know. I'll tell you another thing. I mean, it feels like they matter less and less every year. They only matter when we do poorly in them. Right. Yes. (laughs) Something we haven't really talked about yet this year, but. uh, Almost all the time. Sorry, go ahead. Brucifer has got Auburn uh, rolling. Joke! Hey, I'll tell you what's funny. The origins of that whole smashed and joke thing, they play each other. In Coleman Coliseum tomorrow. Okay, okay. yeah, I'll, I'll tune in for that. The thing about Auburn is they have – we all know Bruce is a good coach, and he's got good players and a good mm-hmm. system. That's, they're going to be good. But what they have done in turning that their home building into one of the two or three best home environments in all of college basketball is – real. like, you don't go in there and win. Like, no. Ole Miss was not competitive. That's a pretty them. good Ole Miss team. I'll consider. I mean, I, I guess we dismantled them pretty good. But we, I, I think, you know, Thompson Bowling again. One of the it was sold out that day. It was uh, Houston was getting married, and we were. Uh, it was from all accounts a terrific home court environment. They they struggle there. I, I just everybody's going to struggle to play at Auburn, man. He's got them. It's only ten thousand seats, so it's always going to be sold out. It's always going to be rocking. Bruce is always going to have those folks in a frenzy. And I just don't think many teams are going to win there unless you are a special team. I mean, he did. You're not going to win there. He did it here. Remember that was when he got here. We were still doing the black curtains and all that. Yeah. Yeah, but I mean, that's a that's what he does. It's it's different when you've only got ten thousand seats to fill. Oh yeah, it's a lot easier. The ceiling is low and it's just louder. And I I flipped over. I, I watched some of that. I mean, they were just running Ole Miss, just running them. Was that expected? Were they supposed to be this good? I just always figure. I just always assume Bruce. He's yeah. got. He's, no, I do too. But I, they, he, he got a lot of their good players. I mean, Broom was solid. Jalen Williams has been there like five years now. 
They've um, got a new guy, Aiden Holloway, is yeah, the point guard, five good. star that we recruited. Uh, okay. So yep. like he he's their point guard, and then they've got a uh, is it Denver Jones? Yeah, there are a handful of transfers in there. Yeah. I think he was like Conference USA's leading scorer or something. Uh, I, I just expect others. him to always be competing for the conference title, just because he's like Barnes does and like Calipari. They come here in about a month. I want to beat them bad. Yeah, they but it's just once we play them. Just yeah, once, right? Yeah. Him yeah, and Stephen here. Stephen F. and Pearl. Wish he'd been an Auburn man. David says 2024 is year three of a four-year commitment to the, as he puts it, stupid gray uniforms. I, the, the Nike one that we wore in 2016 against Florida and that we wore Heupel's first year. I, I, I'm not a huge smoky gray guy, but that's a it's a nice look. It's a classic look. Uh, we beat the hell out of LSU in Baton mm-hmm. Rouge wearing those things. I don't mind those. Kind of like, dig the helmet with just, the mouth. Yeah, just go ahead and roll with that, man. Like, yeah. What they wore this year made – I mean, that looked like a Walmart uniform. No offense. Oh, I, I hope offense is taking it. it it's it's awful. <laughs> what store was that thing first seen in? Because it was something like a Walmart. Yeah, it, it was seen online, and, and everybody's immediate thought was, well, this Barf. is like 2014 when they showed those Adidas – smoky grays with the orange on orange checkerboard shoulders Mm. that they put out as a trial balloon and when the fans said they hated them so badly next thing you know they they sent them to a team in israel yes like they sent them to an israeli football team who won the championship in them they had a rack of them in in the walgreens they, they, they did get sold here locally but but tennessee did not wear them because the fan reaction was so negatively violent against them and I thought the same thing would happen this past year. Would people? No, I don't think anybody liked those. No, but they weren't as putrid as those yeah. where, like, I saw it, and hell, it might have been you, but I, I remember, I, I don't remember who, but I remember texting somebody, like, this is god-awful looking. I think I took a picture of it and sent it. I think even Botch saw those and was like, yeah, we're not winning. We're, we're not winning. No. Those. <laughs> Butch Jones is ass! He is from Sockatuck. So, that is the deal on the uh, – two. Uh, the, these are going to be – I mean, they're getting progressively worse. <laughs> How mm. bad are they going to be in 2025? When's the last time the basketball team's shown up in the Smoky Grace? We, we wore them the Barnes' SEC first tournament? year. Didn't we wear them against Florida in the SEC tournament? We uh, lost? Barnes' first year, we wore those ones that said, like, they were Smoky Gray, and then they had, like, an anthracite band across the yes, chest. Yes, it said balls. balls. Yeah. They were pretty sharp. I didn't hate those. I thought those out of all the alternates across. I don't count baseball because baseball they've got so many uniforms. All the baseball ones look really good. I think even dark mode. Brian wants us to play the GMAC commitment video live on air so we can get Bears instant reaction. See, I don't like you have to see it, right? I don't think you have to. That's part of it, though. It's a some really good images. I mean, is the kids start crying? Well, there's. I mean, now this is the pre-recorded you know, video. Spoiler alert: There is a Peyton shot. Yeah, Peyton shot. Brian O'Fault says, "When Bear watches that video, George will be his pick to click." I don't know about that. <laughs> Current picks, pick active picks to click currently right now are uh, is JP Estrella. When when are you picking him to click? Oh, next year. Oh, okay. 
I, I think he'll – I hope he gets more and more minutes this year. But he's – I'm looking forward to seeing him after a, a good rigorous off season of, of weight training under Coach G, as they apparently call him. Garrett, how do you say his last name? Matenwald? I thought you were talking about Justin Ganey, who will join us Wednesday in our 5 o'clock hour here on the show. And I, I'm I'm so glad that his son broke out of the slump for a couple of reasons. First of all, it, it helps us, and it helps, and uh, you want to see good things happen to our players. So it's just a it's a good thing in and of itself. Yeah, it's but, nice to be able to, you know, hey, your son, yeah, exactly. As really opposed to, uh, so coach, uh, a lot of our fans are want to see your son's minutes decreased. No, it's much better. We can congratulate him, which of so. course we would never say. But no, we wouldn't. You, you've seen those tweets, obviously. It was like when he got in there and he took that first three from the corner, and we're just like, oh, oh. no, oh, 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 what do you oh, no, okay. no, 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 yeah, yeah, 15, three of five from the three point line. I, mean, I think it was you that said maybe you just need to see one go down he, when you're in a slump. He, like he this. had a nice steal, he had a couple of nice buckets. You know what his best play was? The save, no, the 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 should have been assist to connect where he just threaded mm, it almost half court pass. Great pass, great catch on the move. Just couldn't make the finish. Did get fouled, though. Should have given an assist for effort, I thought. If I were the scorer, I would have given it to him. I got you, Coach. I got you, JG. Stay with us. The drive continues. Hour number two coming up next right here on Fan Run Radio. The drive. Taking a bit of buckle.